0: Welcome back to Demoted. Episode two. I'm Corporate Natalie.
1: And I'm the enigma known as Corp.
0: And if you don't know who we are, why the hell are you here?
1: There's absolutely no reason for you to be here.
0: Before we get into- We're glad you are. We're so glad you're here. Thank you. Before we get into the episode, Ross, what do you hate?
1: So it's like dessert season. Of course. And uh, I'm a dessert guy. I got a sweet tooth. The answer is dry cake. Well, dry pound cake in particular, but dry cake because- As soon as the moisture's gone, you've defrauded me. Of course. You've given me a bunch of empty carbs that I get no enjoyment for.
0: So this is a piece of bread. This This is a piece of bread. Yeah,
1: This is a piece of bread. Yeah. Okay, It might as well be matzah at that point.
0: And do you have any kind of story or narrative or anecdote around? It's crazy
1: you would ask. Dry pound cake? Because you do and I do. (laughs) And it starts with a man named Rohan, but he played the character Raj in Sales Are Dope.
0: And we were doing method acting during Sales Are Dope, so we just called each other by our character names that's, when that's when correct. living at home in the frat house that we called our home for a month and a half in L. A.
1: It was a just a small little shanty, little Airbnb, Culver City. <sighs> me and four boys. Mm city of dreams. It was a frat house. It was horrible. It was, you had the whole bottom floor yourself.
0: I did have the whole bottom floor, but I still felt uncomfortable at all times. Well, we put
1: you down there in case if the murderers came in, they were never going to scale like to the second floor. We knew we could hear you scream. We go out the window. Out the we're window.
0: Out I'm dead. Blood's
1: everywhere. Fine. Good. So be it. Great. Sacrifice. Everyone so one talks night, about sacrifice.
0: one night we come home from filming back to dry pound cake and we are exhausted. We have 12 hour film days. We're so hungry. We're so hungry. ravished. Rohan goes, I can DoorDash us some food.
1: Great, that can't be too hard to do.
0: That sounds amazing.
1: I would love that, Rohan. Thank there's you for taking charge for once.
0: Awesome, there's five hungry adults here, feed us.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what does he do?
0: DoorDash is here, ding dong,
1: go to the door. Oh boy, food's here, I can't wait to eat.
0: What What are we eating? Oh, 7-Eleven.
1: motherfucker DoorDash 7 which I didn't even realize you could do. Down I the was street, like an add-on. it was down the street down, actually uh, from, street.
0: Our, from our Culver City shanty. We could have walked. Could have walked.
1: No, we didn't want taco trucks. <laughs> no. We didn't want like Filipino food.
0: Nice like, LA cuisine. Something. No. Why dip into that when 7-Eleven's right there? True. So we open it up. We're like, this couldn't get any worse. Seeing the 7-Eleven bags. Didn't right. even know they have bags. Maybe you got us like
1: some hot dogs, some of those like cardboard pizzas. Little
0: taquitos that are inedible. Fucking lunchable. Would have eaten anything. Oh, there's a, po- there's a,
1: there's a pound cake. A Couple bags. A couple pound cakes. Of sliced, just individual slices, individually packaged. Dry pound cake. Dry pound cake. Well, you're looking at, so the thing is you were looking at it and like, oh, the plastic is like kind of sticking to it. You're like, oh, okay. So this is like- A little
0: condensation. This thing's breathing in there. Right.
1: This thing's, yeah. This thing is alive (laughs) quite possibly. Okay. And we open it up and you take a bite out of it. You're like expecting just some really bad for you, really tasty, moist pound cake. And alas, it it was was dry as a motherfucker.
0: It was dry. So that was dinner for us. That was dinner. Yeah. And that was the last time that- Rohan DoorDashed. Yes. Also.
1: Yeah. He was very apologetic for what it's worth. He offered to make us sandwiches, which all we had was <laughs> mayonnaise. Bread. Yeah, bread and mayonnaise. So it would have been a mayo sandwich, which was also going to be a tough eat for us, I think, too.
0: <laughs> we said, we're good on the sandwiches. Thank yeah. you, though.
1: He's like, I could DoorDash some more food. No. Yeah. no. So I went to bed hungry repoked.
0: and we hate dried pound cake. Yeah. I love I that. Dry pound, dry
1: pound very specific. What do you hate?
0: Very specific. I hate uh, good skiers. Oh. Recently came back from a little ski trip with some advanced skiers. Let me tell you that. They're double
1: French fry and all the way down the hill.
0: They are so double French fry. And they're like, let's do a party run where I guess all of you and your ski friends go up to the tip top of a double blue. Um, Double blue. That was what they chose as the party run.
1: They do double blue now?
0: My pizza was failing me. I couldn't even pizza down this thing. It was 90 degrees down. So you just go on your ass, you just sit on your butt and just- Hope. You might as well put me in a straight jacket and hung me upside down. I mean, I was, I couldn't do a goddamn thing. I'm roll. I'm on my butt rolling yeah. down. I can't ski like this guys. That's not fun. I may have bought, you know, $2,000 of gear and
1: rented these sick ass skis, but don't be fooled. Yeah. I can't ski. That's that's not even the point. That's not the point. It's about how you, it's kind of like golf. It's all about looking It's not how you play. It's not how you, not not how you, how you ski. Play.
0: No. So I hate good skiers and I hate them cause I ain't them truly.
1: That's, that's fair. You're honest, a good skier. Honest jealousy. I'm a good skier, but I hate skiing. Okay. I just think it's a waste of time and a waste of money. And I why don't- Why am I, I putting
0: on cement blocks on each foot and walking around? Why like, am I suffering? Why am I suffering? I'm paying so much money to suffer.
1: Right. And then what? I blow out my ACL and then I'm a sad boy for a year and a half. Then you have a fugly brace for a year. Right. And I can't work it. Yeah, it's miserable. Okay. Disgusting. Great. Good skiers. Demoted. Welcome
0: back to Demoted.
1: Welcome to Demoted. (laughs) Let's do it.
0: Let's get into it. What are we talking about today?
1: I think we are talking about the generation of Z.
0: Gen Z. Gen Z in the workplace. We love them. We hate them. them. Why we hate them. Mm -hmm. Are they lazy? Yep. Yep.
1: Pieces of shit. Also, if, I,
0: if this gets waterboarded, this mic, by my snot because I'm that sick, I apologize. It's good um, to be
1: sitting mere three feet from you. You know,
0: it's not COVID, so I'm allowed to breathe anywhere I want. That's true. Legally And speaking. I have been just
1: standing near you with my mouth wide open. Wide open. open. Yeah. yeah.
0: Just I'm spraying. I'm so, so liquid right now. I
1: wish we had a little plexiglass divider <laughs> I know. right here. That Six would... feet
0: apart. God.
1: Gosh. Well, we should probably at least preface with our, well, who we are and why, where our- sort of thoughts come from yeah on the generation of Z.
0: Let's do it. So so Ross, you are a millennial, a yeah. proud millennial. So friggin' proud. Yeah. That's why yeah. we're not showing the back of your head. Yeah. Here. You're oh. mid thirties. You're proud of it. You play in your intramural baseball league.
1: I still got it, but I don't. You,
0: you almost don't though. And right. that's okay. You're a millennial. T- tell me how you would define a millennial.
1: To me, a millennial is someone who remembers 9-11, Okay. To be honest. Okay.
0: Kind of a morbid description, Super but I morbid, have heard that before. But
1: also like remembers pre-internet days. Like I remember getting the internet and being like, whoa, this is crazy. I can like talk to people. What does other getting rooms. the internet mean? So we had AOL, America Online, yep. if you will. And it had the classic dial-up. <laughs> yeah, And then by the way, that that was not a sound bite. I just did that <laughs> with my mouth. Um. Anyway, I, I do remember playing an online game called Silent Death that's why I'm so cool. It's basically you build spaceships and then you fight other people online. And the whole game was like build hourly. And I was like, oh yeah, what what are like the bill collectors going to do? Show up to my house and be like, that'll be a hundred dollars. Like they can't get me. Like I'm in the house. I'm safe. I'm safe. And that's where I learned how the internet works. My parents got a $500 bill for something called listen on the bill, a silent D. <laughs> They're like, what Ross, what is silent D? Yeah. And I was like, oh fuck. Yep. So that's also how I learned how credit cards work too.
0: Totally. That, yeah, learned that the was, hard way. That was a tough L. I think, you know, did you ever play with a stick and a sheet and call it a fort? Uh, yeah. Do you have imagination?
1: I have a tremendous amount of imagination. And yes. I think that is also another centerpiece of the, the millennial human. We played this game called Dirt Wars in the backyard. I, so I grew up in Atlanta. Let's just throw that out there. I didn't which, know this about you. Which is a full ass city, by the way. Love it. Okay, it's not some backwards ass town. This was a backwards ass activity. So we went back in the, we had a forest in our backyard and we dug trenches as any civil war veterans would do. Of course. Um, And we literally just launched dirt at each other. Love that. So my friend, Nate, he was like six, four. I was like four ten. Yeah. And so he got to have the shovel. So Nate was a huge advantage because he would just shove the shovel in the ground with a huge piece of dirt and then launch it like a catapult. Just bury you alive. Bury you alive. Yeah. There was a time where I hit a a rock in a, in a dirt ball. I I pump fake my brother. He ducked right when he came back up right in the forehead, little rock. He went down in a squeal. He came back, took the shovel, and tried to kill me with it. But you know, that's like stuff. But that's just good. That's kids being kids. kids. Being that's kids, millennial man. kids. Yeah, if you weren't almost murdered by your own sibling, totally were you a millennial? No. I remember,
0: and I'll get into the fact that I'm a cusp millennial. Yeah, but that's but I remember really when my really parents got a new fridge and that box. Oh my God. My brother and I had so much fun playing with a cardboard oh, box. Oh yeah. That was a fort, that was a house, that yep. was a hotel. Yep. I mean, like literally, it became, what do kids with, do with
1: cardboard these days? Nothing. Recycle it.
0: Recycle it. They do nothing fun. Uh, no, no imagination. I would define myself as a cusp millennial. I you know. Were born
1: in what date? What year were you born?
0: April third, nineteen ninety-seven. Mm-hmm. Which I think, by the technical mm-hmm.
1: definition, Mm-hmm. I think you. Yeah.
0: Am I? Oh no. Generation
1: Z comprises people born between nineteen ninety-six and two thousand ten. That would put you one year into Gen Z. Okay, so I don't know who wrote this
0: stat here. Talon, our producer.
1: There is a source, but I can't click it because this is paper. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're millennials. It's link. Uh, okay. Uh, it's not working.
0: Here's the thing. Here's what I define as cuss millennial and the difference between me and other Gen Z.
1: Right, why you can talk shit to Gen Z.
0: Why I'm allowed to talk a little bit of shit. Yeah. Did you start work BC before COVID
1: or okay. AC? After COVID.
0: Okay. And I started work BC and I got a little bit of that taste, that sweet, sweet taste of (sighs) sweating on my way to the office, grinding in an office setting, Mm -hmm. traveling across the country as a consultant. And to me, that differentiates me from the Gen Z who are, did college a little bit online, starting in a hybrid space. You'll never
1: know what it was like. Right.
0: You'll never know. You'll never know.
1: These kids.
0: And so I have a little chip on my shoulder because of that
1: cuz you cuz you actually went to an office. I went to an office. You were forced to cuz that's how life was.
0: Cuz that's what you had to like, do. Like could you
1: imagine being forced into an office The every, audacity. oh yeah, I mean, our entire lives? The audacity. Yeah.
0: Our poor dads.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean that I mean that's how it was. That's just what you did. You grow up, you go into business, you go into the office, stay at the job for 60 years, you retire. Get retired. that pension? Yeah, yeah. You retire. Done. It ain't like that anymore, no. unfortunately.
0: I've had like four jobs and I'm 26. God,
1: shit's all fucked up. I I saw this thing on um God, I can't believe I'm bringing it up. I think it was Barstool. They did a little bit. So, on like, like
0: a really good historical, super historically accurate,
1: like yeah, I don't know, um, publication, totally. if you will. Anyway, they had a clip of this this uh, comedian. Her name is Eliza Schlesinger. That's what her name was, and she went this massive rant about explaining to Gen Z like who millennials are, and you know, there is a bit of a rivalry of millennial and Gen Z. I I don't think it's as pronounced as like us against the boomers. Like yeah. that's like a pretty gnarly one, and we can get into that too. But she basically said. She's like, we're not your parents, this us being millennials. We're your older siblings who taught you how to smoke weed out of an apple. And that's facts. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's facts. That makes sense. We got trauma too. We're all fucked up because we saw what it was like before. Yeah. And now we're living in it now. And so we got a little perspective. And it's, and it's you know, it's one of those things that I- um, I like I, that quote. I do take pride in. Yeah. I do take pride in. But like, let's, let's be clear. Gen Z was dealt a, a tough hand. Yes.
0: Yes. And so let's get into a little Gen Z in the workplace. I'm asked to speak a lot at HR conferences, ask That's about unique. Gen Z. They don't
1: ask me to speak in HR conferences. No, it's weird. you are
0: very, you're not HR friendly. I don't think
1: I'm allowed into yeah, those conferences. I don't think you're allowed,
0: but like, what did, What does Gen Z want? How do we attract Gen Z talent? Right. Where they just We can't understand them. It's and true. I think the main thing is, is Gen Z lazy?
1: Mm.
0: Big question.
1: Big question. Big lazy, question. entitled, Brats. Brats. <laughs> Selfish. And I think
0: Ross would have some opinions on this. But I think much like a fraternity, it's like we, we view Gen Z, I'll say we, I'll play Gen Z, but like we view Gen Z as we went through it, so you have to. We went through hazing, the corporate hazing, the sure. corporate life, so now you have to. And we hate that they got almost the out Yeah, from that.
1: Yeah. I think that's fair. Uh, you know, I, I do think there is something to be said for going through it. Not to say like, I'll start by saying I can't imagine growing up with social media. Like I feel very fortunate that I didn't really have any sort of social media platforms until kind of in college. Yeah. Like before I kids getting cyberbullied at eight years old on Snapchat, like what the fuck? Of course I'm gonna grow up all fucked up. Totally. You know? And so that being said, I can, I, I don't think they're necessarily entitled. I think they just, they want better.
0: Yes. They want better.
1: And that's fair to ask. And that's fair to want, but it also doesn't, preclude them from needing to go through some, like, look, some jobs suck. In fact, no job is perfect. And there's a lot of shitty parts about dope-seeming jobs. Mm-hmm. We do a bunch of shitty shit. That sucks. Totally. Everyone's like, oh man, it must be so cool to like be- You just film you know, and- Yeah, you create it. funny and just like, yeah, yeah, except I hate myself every day. And I've got all these emails and I've got all this like software. like we're one, we're two person companies basically. Mm-hmm. So we do all the bullshit. We do the front office, the back office, the- And I think we had shit. it pretty, like great. Let's, we let's, do. let's, let's say no. it as it is. No, no, but, 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 it, but what it yeah Yeah, totally. There's shit, they're in, shit in every job. Yes. Yeah. We have it great, I wouldn't trade it for anything, but there's something to be said for part of the, going through the struggle. I don't think everybody has to go through struggle to be something, but I, I still maintain if everybody was in sales for six months, their perspective on life would change drastically.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's
1: Getting absolutely torn apart on cold calls, <laughs> making cold calls in the first place. You know, I, I do think some of that stuff can be good. Some uncomfortable stuff is growth. That's what I think.
0: Yeah. And there's a bit, there's a bit to be said for like grit. Yes. Which I think you as like a young baseball lad might.
1: I did win that grit award. Be able we well, You won that the grit episode. award, of
0: course, in the last episode, but like the coach <sighs> that sort of makes you the player you are. And
1: yeah. I go back and forth on this because my college coach was for lack of a better term, a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. And I will say for what it's worth, I got pushed physically to a point that I, Ne- and mentally to a point that I never would have reached otherwise, like short of going into ROTC training or like military training yeah. physically. Just holding out buckets of water to the side and getting sprayed by a power hose. Is that good? Does that make you a better baseball player? No. No. That's literally torture. <laughs> that's torture. That's, l- that's literally torture. torture. Now, at the time, I was miserable. Looking back on it, I was also miserable. And I'm not saying everyone should get waterboarded by their coach or pressure hosed, whatever you want to call it. But. I can look back on that and say like, I'll never be pushed to that point again, probably for the rest of my life. And I, and I like knowing that I've seen what my upper limit can be. Yeah. That's you know? terrifying. It was terrifying Truly and so terrifying. stupid and useless. And I broke my back playing baseball and.
0: Oh my gosh. You know, my friend, Victoria Garrick does a lot of speaking on like mental health of college athletes, which oh, I think sure. we'll talk about college in a future episode, but it's horrible. What? And like for women, like the body image stuff, there's just, there's so much that goes into it. And I think now, back to tie it back to Gen Z, it's like, you really can't get away with that at all. And nope. maybe it's for the better, truly. I don't think anyone should be- Yeah, I mean, the there's a lo- there's
1: a line, right? Of yeah. like suffering, but at the same time, you know, if you're asked to go back to the office and commute for 15, 20 minutes, like that's yeah, not so you sh- bad. You
0: should look at that as like, okay, that's totally fine. Yeah, that's pretty reasonable. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like imagine you're starting a company. Do you want the people who you're working with to be around you or not? And again, I'm not sitting here and saying five days a week back in the workplace- you know, but a hybrid sort of situation, if I'm running a company, that's probably what I would do. And I sound like a crazy, scary boomer. What do you think as a as a cusper?
0: I, oh well, I have an employee and we are together like probably two days a week, usually.
1: Work from home, but work from your home.
0: Work from my home. It's yeah. quite a comfortable, quite yeah. a comfortable yeah. uh, office life. But there are no snacks. I do think there is something to be said for in-person time that virtual just hasn't quite mastered.
1: Right, does, so does your employee like, When does she get outdoor time? Like when does she get outdoor time? Well she sleeps in my bed and then I
0: unlock the cage usually like six a.m. Six AM. Yeah. Yeah. For feeding. Um, For feeding time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But uh she she lives it. Yeah, she's
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's not funny. Some days she gets food, some days she doesn't. Some days she
0: doesn't. It depends how she's behaving. Yeah. Um no, but I think, I think in person time, it is good. Let's, let's share some anecdotes we've heard and maybe experienced about Gen Z in the workplace. And this doesn't apply to all Gen Z. Please right. Don't be sensitive. Right. But here are some things that I hear in my DMS about.
1: Yeah, I want to hear. Tell Gen me, the me this
0: So when asked to come in for an 8am meeting, my Gen Z new hire said, "Ugh, sorry, I can't make it. I have a workout class. Should this be allowed?
1: My visceral reaction was, are you fucking kidding me?
0: No, fully like anger. typing this out. I was like, please.
1: Like my hand's shaking and it's not from the caffeine.
0: You just started this job. I don't give a flying shit about your workout class. Also yeah. an 8 a.m. workout class is too late. Work out at six, yeah. maybe seven.
1: Or after work, if you're not a morning person. Completely. I mean, okay. So like the argument here, right, is okay. Working out, good for my mental health and mental health is important. Of course. It is. I fully believe it. I'm, mental health is a huge thing. We have talked about this. I go to Kyle. I got, I got, I got therapy today. <laughs> Ross is a hard out at one. I do have a hard out at one. Yep. I got to be there. I'll pay for an hour, but I only get fifty minutes. That's how it goes. <laughs> That's how it goes. Um, but yes, I think like, and we'll go into our tips here in, in, yeah. in a moment. But to monopolize your calendar for things that I would consider to be personal time. That's that's going to be a no for me, dog. You're
0: not really allowed to do that when you're first starting your career. I'm sorry.
1: No. Like you're go- We talked about sacrifice before this podcast started. Yeah. We were talking more about sacrificing like the practice of sacrificing people to the gods, but
0: uh, that was different. Yeah, that, that was, was totally different. different. That yeah. was
1: totally different. Um but this sacrifice is Look, I- you're going to have to give up some things. Yeah. And especially when you're getting started.
0: Here's an experience that I witnessed. I was speaking at a little college called Harvard. I think it's
1: pronounced H- Havard. Havard. Yeah. Like, like the che- I think that's yeah. a cheese thing. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, I cause I think it's under, I think it's the, I don't really read down lists, but yeah, I think it's the so one on the bottom. Ne- understand. Stanford. I always stop at the top. Okay. Stanford. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. 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 Yeah.
0: So I'm speaking for the undergraduate women in business group and yep. they are hosting high schoolers. So they're so Gen audience. Z. Your, your the audience is, is mostly high schoolers okay. and some undergrad Woman. yes, they
1: will be Gen Z. Actually, so I I printed out a thing for us that actually defines all the ages. Okay. So they will be so if they're high school, they are Gen Z. Gen Z is anyone like 11, 15,
0: 16, 17 to 11 to 26 Yeah. Right now. Okay, great. So myself
1: included. I'm 26. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So That was for my that was my whole point of telling you that.
0: I am speaking. I'm speaking before the CEO of Charlotte Tilbury who gave a mind-blowing talk. And And you
1: just got to follow that up.
0: I just, no, I thank God it was before. Okay. But I'm speaking, and in the front left row, there are five girls who are asleep. Oh. Sleeping on each other, talking on their phones, resting. You've been invited to Harvard for this talk. You have been selected, there's an application process. Natalie is
1: speaking. And I am shitting
0: me. No, not even what I'm saying. You could totally tune me out. You could sit there and be thinking about anything you want. Have some imagination again, but sleeping. I think I thought that was just the most, like you are not going to go anywhere in life with that attitude. It's so disrespectful.
1: disrespectful. Generate. I think every generation would, would agree. Right. Just, just that's tough. Did you call him out? No, because yeah, I, right. it
0: felt so like professional and just. Yeah. So
1: what are you two young lasses, the sleeping ones? What do you guys think yeah. about this?
0: And <laughs> then I, and then like, if I say something, it's like, well, I, I, I had a long flight and I'm tired. Okay. Yeah, right.
1: t- okay. Yeah. Great dog. We all tired. So that, tired that I would
0: consider lazy. Sorry.
1: Yeah. I, well, I think that's, I don't think anybody's going to argue whether or not that was lazy or just yeah, inappropriate totally. or just offensive. Here,
0: here's another one. Um, when asked to take notes for a meeting, I noticed Nicole wasn't typing a single note on her laptop. After I asked her, where are the notes? She said, sorry, note taking something I'm really working on getting better at. Huh?
1: What? Just write shit down. I mean, I my notes are awful for what it's worth.
0: My note here was just like, they ex, they expect to be allowed to make like so many mistakes. Yeah. And expect you to be like, oh, okay. Oh, you're learning how to take notes. Got it. Got it.
1: It's growth mindset. Growth I mindset.
0: You- but isn't, don't you think it's like, just type, even if you're typing nothing, pretend.
1: Yeah, I, something, put something on the paper. It's just like a little effort. Turn. I Half the battle in school is turn something in. Right? You know, just turn something in and teachers like, all right, well, fuck, they turned something
0: in. They tried.
1: Yeah. Just try. Literally, that was business school. Just turn something in. Yeah. It took me way too you long to figure to that share, out. You
0: don't have to share your ranking. Yeah, you don't, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. It's just internalized. You just know it's where it live is. It, live with it for the rest of my life. Yeah.
0: Stanford, for anyone listening, uh, Stanford Business School where Ross attended, does not uh, reveal great Grade grades. non-disclosure, they call it. Grade, grade non-disclosure. non-disclosure. Yeah, so. So you can go or, and literally just fuck around for two years. Yeah.
1: You could ask me what I got in school and I, I'd be like, I, legally, I just can't tell legally, you. Legally, I can't tell you. I'm sorry.
0: So if you want to be a Stanford douchebag mm-hmm. like Ross, legally, I can't tell you.
1: Legally, I can't tell you. Yeah. It wasn't great though. It wasn't bad. Honestly, it was better than you would have thought, but it also wasn't- <laughs> I had fun. You go for
0: the network. <laughs> you go for the you go for the network. One more thing is just on an anecdotes. Constantly being asked to get paid more, yeah, but not changing behaviors or doing more, or taking on more work, or having a justification as to why.
1: Yeah, and I think that last piece is super important. Is the justification? Yeah, it's like come with a plan.
0: I got a DM. My Gen Z new hire started her new job three months ago and asked for a raise on our one on one. When I asked why do you think you deserve a raise, she had nothing to respond besides needing to better her current lifestyle.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be a no for me, dog. Did I ask about your current lifestyle? Oh shit! I see what I what I didn't realize oh, was your my, current lifestyle. God,
0: you want to join Equinox? Yeah. Oh but
1: yeah. How how much would you say you want? Can I Let write a ch-
0: check right now? Would that yeah, help?
1: Yeah. How's a million dollars sound? What? I don't know.
0: You <laughs> have to in this. You learn this in business, but you have to have a problem statement, and then a and why a, and a solution. And a solution. I love being a problem identifier.
1: Yeah. I can identify the shit. Out of I can problem. identify
0: so many problems. You have to solve it. Right. Well, I'd
1: rather just whine. Okay. So personally. that was a
0: little rant from, yeah. from some followers. Us is yeah. Gen Z lazy. I'm not sure. Should anything to add on the potential negativo side? No,
1: no I mean, I, I, just, I hear and I see, and I understand like why that perception is there. And I think, be honest. Those there's those people in millennials and boomers and Gen X and oh, so on and so forth. I mean, I like my little anecdote was, you know, filming videos in a in an office for the longest time was a side hustle for seven years was a side hustle. So it was like I'd go in mornings or excuse me l- nights and weekends, early mornings on a weekend to go film, and people would be like, hey man, how can I be one of your videos? Be so cool. I'm like, sweet, yeah. I need people. I need bodies. So how's seven a.m. on Saturday sound? Ooh, <sighs> shoot. Yeah, so my friend's birthday. It's like Friday, Friday night, night. So we're like raging.
0: We're renting out bar none.
1: Yeah. RIP. And yeah, I can't get there till like 10.30. Is that cool?
0: No, we'll be done. <laughs> fucking no, that's not cool. <laughs>
1: we'll be oh done. Fucking no, that's not cool. No. And even if we're not done, even if we're not done, like, I don't know. That's just one of those things. If you want something bad enough, you'll just do whatever you need to do to get it. You'll do what you'll make whatever sacrifices you need to make. Um, and that being said, where the disconnect comes to me is just that like I mentioned earlier, Gen Z is trying to push for something better. They're just trying to call the bullshit. Like the things we're always, we're kind of, and I'll say, I'll speak for myself because you are Gen Z. <laughs> but um, <laughs>
0: these anecdotes are about me actually. <laughs> <laughs> I did all these things. You did these yeah, things. Yeah. You,
1: you, but you've changed, you've reformed. I've changed. It's the way things have always been done just doesn't, that's just not it anymore. Totally. It ain't it. And it can't be it. We're in a whole new world. You're, you're BC, you know, or I guess AC now. After After COVID. COVID. Are we after?
0: After COVID and after Christ. And among, and among it. And among. And among it. Um, I have it right now. Yeah, yeah.
1: great. And I will too. So that is, sharing is caring and that's generational.
0: Exactly. I think, yeah, some positives because we're not, we're not just negative Nancys. I think they are able to adapt to any sort of work setting. They did college online, which I cannot imagine how tough and honestly sad that reality must have been to take your tests online, not have that camaraderie of going into class, maybe even have to go home how. during college and totally. stay with your parents. Like very sad reality.
1: Like right in the middle of it too. You know, you're like making your friends, things are starting to get totally. easy for you. And then boom, all of a sudden COVID hits. Like this is my little anecdote is not this, imagine this times a hundred. In business school, we left for spring break and never came back. Yeah. You didn't even get to say goodbye. So sad. And so like to do that in undergrad, it's like whatever, fuck it, like business school, fine. But undergrad, I don't know, high school.
0: Such formative years. Truly. Yeah. So. So they are able to adapt to any setting. If you say we're remote, they're great. If you say we're hybrid, sure. You know, they can, yeah. they're ready to do that because they did that in one of the most formative years of their life.
1: Interesting stat. So Gen Z currently makes up 30% of the world's population and is expected to account for nearly 30% of the workforce by 2025. Ooh. So that's a large piece of the workforce. So maybe we have to change. Yeah. Yeah especially if you want to keep underpaying them, you know, you know, you got to meet them where they're at. Meet them where they're at. That's what I always said. And only 45% of Gen Z's describe their mental health as excellent or very good, which is actually a little higher than I would have thought. But that means, you know, less like over half are, are not good are not straight up. Not having a good time right now. Not happy
0: at all. Yeah. Yeah. Any stats around social media? I think one thing I would say just generally is Gen Z is very, they grew up in this digital world. I think you can hire a Gen Z and, they can help transform your marketing department, get yeah. you on TikTok, understand TikTok trends. I
1: don't have it on here. It was, like 90, it was either 96 or 98. I don't, I don't know why I didn't put it on there, but it was like use Instagram every
0: yeah. day. Yeah, just very fluent in the social media space. Totally. So totally. that's another positive.
1: Well, a less positive one, but this is kind of goes on the vein of hiring and re- retaining Gen Z. 40% of Gen Z say they plan on leaving their job in the next two years, 40%. Wow. That's Deloitte, by the way. No one's staying, mater. no one no is one's staying. staying. No one's saying, because no one's meeting them where they're at, right? Like yeah, three and 10 don't feel like they'll be financially secure at any point. 77% are more likely to click on a job opening that mentions the word flexibility. Wow. So like that so like a just mention pretty, it. Mention flexibility. <laughs> mention you're going to get it, Even flex. if it's not true. Yeah. You just, <laughs> yeah. Super flexible. You're you just got to be here five days a week. You're just
0: in office five to six but days Saturday, a week.
1: Saturday, Sunday.
0: Yeah. Maybe Saturdays. If you need to. <laughs> yeah. only, if
1: you need, only if you need to. Yeah. So like- Oh, well, here's one more on that. 70% of Gen Z say they'll look for another job if their employer requires them to be in office full-time. 70%.
0: That is, I am super against office full-time. I really think we're in
1: a- I would say I am too. I think we're in a space where
0: Fridays, you should be able to work from home or one day from home. And I come from consulting where we actually work from home most Fridays because you'd be traveling for four days. Right. Uh, You're still on the move. You're still going somewhere. I think you just need that little bit of flexibility, but- up to four days is great. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, stand with Gen Z on that one. No, I,
1: I will too. And it's just because the world has become work and life are melding so hard nowadays. Yeah. So much work is being done from home. So much of a life has always been and is still being done at home. It's, it's kind of like, if I'm an employer, I just want my people to get their job done. Mm-hmm. If they want to go above and beyond. That's up to them. But like within the realm of their job requirements and responsibilities, if they get it done, I don't care when they get it done as long as it's on time and up to a whatever standard that needs to be. That's I it. I agree. So just why do your job. So why force them to to be somewhere they don't need to be if they don't need to be there?
0: Yeah. And the principle of just sitting in the office like the day after Christmas and like because that's how we've always done it. Yeah, like I will please. say those are really
1: fun days to be in the office. Because oh nobody's my. around. Like like I never took time off during the like holidays because nobody was working anyway. So it was basically time off anyway. Yeah, why
0: not? Kind of like double. So you had to go out on the twenty sixth.
1: Well, in sales like the year closes at the end yeah. on the 31st, like you are grinding to, get, the, there. to get there at the end. So you kind of got to be, it's like all the sales teams in there, you know, you're, everybody's working kind of half day, working out during the middle of the day. Oops. Eh, but we're all, we're all in the office, like just hoping and praying that shit works out. Yeah. Pretty fun times.
0: That that does sound fun. But also if you want to go to maybe Hawaii with your family, also like, would be like I be would, down to I do would that. be down to do that. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> if you want to do that, go do that. It's a little bit harder in sales just because of the calendar year and Q4 usually aligns with the end of the year. So it's like, a yeah, bunch of sense. shit.
0: That makes sense. If you didn't tune into episode one, a segment that is tried and true for Corp and I is promoted or demoted, as you see what the podcast is called. It's a segment where we list, for this episode, it'll be Gen Z lingo, just yeah. a random grouping of things. I can't wait to learn. And so. and we will promote it or demote it. Yep. Right?
1: Do promote, we like promote.
0: it? Do we hate Do it? We hate it. Pretty simple.
1: We'll try to justify why we feel a certain way about a word. You may not agree. And that's fine. You're wrong.
0: <laughs> Basically, we'll we'll say how we feel about it, and you better feel the exact same way. Yeah. Okay.
1: Like, comment, subscribe. Slay. I'm. I love slay.
0: I love slay. Sle- I'm shocked you like slay. I
1: know. I, I. I. It's because again, I'm a nerd. Dungeons and Dragons. I think about slay and dragons. Oh, of course. And so I think just being used outside of that context to me is always funny.
0: Always funny. Cause you've been that's using just, it. You've been rocking it since Right in a different Dr. Realm. Death or whatever. In quite in.
1: literally a different realm, <laughs> but yes. Yeah. You know, I, I think you slay wouldn't a, understand. You'll never get it. <laughs> Not where we be coming from. <laughs> so I love slay. I think using the right, like at the right time out of nowhere, it always catches me off guard. And I yeah. always laugh.
0: Okay. For, for a man, that's great. Yeah. I walked out of the house today. I was like, Annie, am I slaying or what? Like I just feel like I'm slaying right now. And I hear the
1: word and I'm just like, and she's like I'm you cheezing. are. You're I'm queen. slay dot queen. <laughs> yeah. Slay dot, queen. dot JPEG. Perfect.
0: Uh, okay. All right.
1: One. Um, how about it's giving?
0: This one I struggle to understand a little bit more. It because took me so many tries. It's so hard to grasp, and it and it feels so out of context every time you say it because grammatically it doesn't make sense. Right. Right? It's giving we're recording a podcast. Or We're recording a podcast, right? That would be how you would say that. Right,
1: right. We are recording because that's quite literally what we're doing.
0: Yeah, that's what we're doing. Or
1: dare I say giving. (laughs) People (laughs) will say it's giving and they stop. And I'm like.
0: Oh, oh, that's even harder when it's just giving. When it's just giving. What is it giving? What is giving what?
1: Who's getting the give? To whom? Right. Tough. Throws me off. On God. I love. Promoted. Promoted, promoted so Such hard. a dude thing. Such a dude thing. Oh, oh God, God. Oh, God. I was. I like heard these. God, I heard these little kids. I went to a high school football game, sports and stuff. Um, and I heard these kids arguing and genuinely, the kid was like, "Guys, I'm serious. Like, oh God, no, oh God, No,
0: oh God, I'm dead
1: ass, I'm like, dead ass. ass.
0: Oh, oh, God,
1: And I heard that I was dying because I always I say on God" as a joke.
0: Yeah. It like, has you know, to be, I mean, not a huge all of guy. these have to be a joke, right? They have to be, there's no other way. And they're definitely not in most contexts. No, and this us, little they... kid,
1: he was like this like 10 year old little white kid with some changes being like, oh God. And His face like, turning red, he's so angry. He was so mad. God. His hormones just firing. <laughs> Good kid.
0: Here's the one that I think you love, uh, Touch Grass. Oh my
1: God. I heard this one recently. And, and what
0: was, please use it in a sentence for the viewers.
1: Um, Someone might say, I have a level 60 character in Warcraft. And then someone might say to me, that's a true statement. Someone might say, hey, why don't you go touch grass, nerd? Okay. And I would be like,
0: how many video game references from this point on in the podcast will we be receiving from you? I'm just curious. So we could do like kind of a mid pod check in maybe
1: a, maybe uh, a hundred. Okay. A hundred
0: more. more. Okay. Good. No, but it's, it's like I'm a reference. Just making sure it's a, a
1: reference to like nerds. Yeah. You know, it's like go outside,
0: touch grass, like what smell the millennials some use. air, go play yeah. dirt
1: wars in the backyard. Go launch shovelfuls of dirt <laughs> at, at each other's faces. Like a goddamn millennial.
0: Yeah. Do yeah. it. Go touch grass. I go love touch it. Some fucking grass. I love it. All right. I, I forget to touch grass sometimes.
1: This is one I, I use for you all the time. How about How about queen?
0: Love queen. I call queen. you king.
1: Queen hits. Queen, promoted. king. promote Promoted. All right, oh my b-
0: God, we haven't promoted or demoted these. They're all promote.
1: Oh, these are all promote. Yeah. How about that's unhinged?
0: I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. That's unhinged?
1: It feels like a reach. It feels like it's trying too hard to just find a word that it's feels It's giving,
0: it's trying too hard, you know?
1: Yeah. No, <laughs> no, it is. It is giving that it's trying I'm too gonna hard.
0: I'm going to demote. I'm going to demote that's unhinged. Uh, what
1: about Delulu? Okay, see, I wanted to ask you about Delulu because there's no way in fucking hell I would ever use that. <laughs> <laughs> not a goddamn chance would I ever say Delulu. Be caught
0: dead saying Delulu.
1: <laughs> what is she, Delulu? Like, how do you, how what, do you so say What, so she's Delulu? Yeah, sorry guys, I'm just, I'm just a little Delulu today. Like, I, I can't even say it.
0: Sorry, I'm out of my goddamn mind, yeah, Delulu. I'm
1: so Delulu from this COVID.
0: Yeah, I think it's never gonna be used me it it will be used in my gen z feedback series because it's so
1: it seems so foreign it is so outrageous but yeah i'm gonna have to demote it that's a hard demote for me
0: what about riz do you understand riz yes okay and
1: it might be my number two number two to touch grass well or on god yeah okay number two to on god i love riz because when i finally learned i was like okay riz short for charisma
0: charisma slash like Sort of
1: game they got game, game. Yeah. like with the
0: ladies yeah. like oh he's a riz master right right I love that the, the rizzler
1: yeah exactly <laughs> yes fucking riz cracker over here um so we love riz I am just promoting that to the top I have top to of the promote it too
0: and it's funny because the videos you'll see on TikTok of like this man's riz is insane it's like some nerdy high school dude yeah. and you're like what it's, it's <laughs> like did you see that eye contact his riz is unreal <laughs>
1: yeah exactly exactly I love that shit my mom was asking me what it meant and I finally I was like I actually knew what it meant yeah. God, good. that felt cool. God, that felt good. It felt really good. Um, huge promote, huge make promote. The, make make Riz CEO. As far as I'm concerned, love
0: it, love it. Okay, so a lot of those were actually promoted. A lot of those were promoted. Today was, was a good promoted day. or demoted. Today was a good day. We were in a good mood today. We weren't that negative. No, you know, we only hate a couple things yes. as we do every
1: episode. Good for us, that's okay. Why don't we shift to um, something valuable? A takeaway. A takeaway. A few takeaways. A
0: few. What's our advice that we would give to Gen Z? And we'll we'll give a little disclaimer here. We're not we're veteran lazy pieces of shit. Like we work love being smarter, lazy, work smarter, not harder. We're not grinding. We will cut
1: corners if we can. If we if, can, if nothing's we will hurt always it. cut corners. Right. Like
0: absolutely. So we've been doing the lazy thing for a while. You know, I'm sorry that Gen Z, this became your brand, but yeah. we'll give you some pieces of advice
1: as just hide it better. Just hide it better. Hide
0: it. Right. Exactly. Doing? Exactly. Okay. Here's one thing. So track your achievements and your accomplishments micro and macro yep. when, so that when you go to that conversation to ask for more money, when you go into that performance review, you can say, I've actually done these things and Max. I led that client call and I, you know, did this deliverable with very few revisions or whatever it may be. Yep. And so you have this little arsenal of things that genuinely pen to paper you are good at and you have done well.
1: Yes. A hundred percent agree. It took me three or four years into my career Before I started doing this, because I I kind of assumed it was like, oh, all the deals I've closed. There's a story behind every deal. You
0: can't assume anything. No one is looking at you or and no one
1: knows. Right. No one, no, yeah, everyone, you know, guys, our egos are huge. No one's thinking (laughs) about us more than us. No. So, you know, I I didn't start tracking my deals until four years into my career. And then I realized, wait a second, all my data gets lost when I change companies or whatever. Yeah. Now I've got this whole like I can go back in time and look like, oh yeah, shit, that was a crazy one. There's my story behind it. I use job. One that you put on your
0: resume that I had to review last week. Yes. Q, what was it?
1: 3 2016.
0: Q3 2016. He's still talking about it. Big quarter
1: for your boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about it. Sorry about it. Okay. Mine is, I'll call it defensive scheduling, but um, I think it's just kind of a schedule everything in your life as much as you can. Because for I someone love like me, scheduling. For someone like me who's very chaotic and all over the place. Now, I do have help with this. Um, she's sitting really close <laughs> to me. Um But whether it's like, whether it's your free time, schedule your free time. You know, if you're someone who's like, oh, I don't know what I want to do for like four hours, block off four hours and just say busy. Yeah. You know, schedule your workouts. Do you think it
0: needs to be like. Is it busy like are you doing something? Do you wanna know what you're doing in that time? Or is do you know if that's productive time or that it's lazy time? It's like both. What, it's, it's both. It's everything. It's, it's everything.
1: Schedule your lazy but time. But it's blocked. Okay. It's like I know my Sunday from this time to this time. I'm not gonna do shit. I don't know what I'm gonna do during that not doing shit time, whether it's But it's not gonna be shit. It's not gonna be shit. It may be painting Warhammers, like something super productive. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It's like building and, Legos. And
0: what's a Warhammer for for the audience?
1: A Warhammer Okay, ignorance. Uh Warhammer is a game played with action figures that you glue together and then you paint and then you play massive. Like it's like a role playing game, but like on a board.
0: Okay. So I this is get another millennial it. nerd thing. I think we have to caveat that. You're not just the everyday millennial. You're actually the millennial nerd.
1: People used to bully me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. And now, now he has a platform yeah. to, to combat. Yeah, that. Look at
1: me now. <laughs> you like me now, Alex, you're going to bully me now. What are you going to say about that, Alex? Yeah. Okay. You know, Alex,
0: Here's mine. If you finish a task quickly, you don't have to announce it immediately.
1: As fun as that is.
0: As fun as it is to shout it to the hills and as great as you are, maybe sit on it for a bit. Think through it. I used to want to get things done so quickly and like quickness was my number one metric for success. Yep. And it would actually take my boss longer to review my work. One, because there'd be so many errors because I'm blowing through it with my dyslexic brain, like right. just thinking that it's right.
1: Fucking shit up. And Moving it just- fast and break things. And
0: then you you actually get more work when you yes, are, you, when you get things done immediately. You, you're constantly open and available for more work and that's not smart. Yes. Right? Okay. Correct. Do the task in like a normal amount of time. You don't have to be Lightning McQueen.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe at an internship, you know, if you're really bored and you actually just need something to do, yeah. you, you can push down that route. But uh, yeah, I agree. You do not need to be- the master guzzling
0: of, like a fire hose all right, your tasks,
1: you, like you said, you're just going to get more work. You're not going to get paid more. Nope. Though I suppose the counter argument to that is if you could do that for a period of time and then like say I want to raise, you would document it. Could yeah.
0: Well, it's just more like the rapid, almost manic. Like I'm done. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's more the tip. Yeah. Like of course, get your work done and right. do things and continue to ask how you can help and stuff. But yeah,
1: don't but don't be
0: buzz through tasks unnecessarily. Right.
1: We don't need to know how successful and quick you are. And stuff. You're so quick. Like no one God, cares about cool. your quickness. Yeah.
0: Cause there's your coworker is going to be slower and they're doing just fine.
1: Yep. Yep. Exactly. All right. Mine is (laughs) show up from time to time and, or be memorable. You know, this goes back to like, I mean, this is just fundamentally true. The more FaceTime you get around superiors in your office, bosses, managers, like direct, whatever. The more time you can be around them, the more likely you are to get promoted. I'm sorry. That's just what it is. Squeaky, office politics. Squeaky
0: wheel gets the oil.
1: Yeah. And like when people are writing, especially in this new remote environment, when managers are like, who should we promote? They're not necessarily <laughs> staring at a roster of everybody there and be like, eh, 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 eh. they like go no. with what comes to mind. Like, oh, that person's number uh, one on the leaderboard. He was number- in the
0: office. Yeah. yeah,
1: and, and then, oh yeah, this person, like I, I've met them a few times. Like they have good EQ. They're like, uh, you know, I they, I they just come to the top of their mind.
0: I love this tip. It's so
1: true. And just be around when you can, I'm not saying go in five days a week, but choose your opportunities. If people aren't going in, then you should go in. Why? Because you can go grab lunch with your boss's boss.
0: Yes. And not always, but selectively showing up. And if you have the option of like, Oh, we're going to do a team event on Wednesday, you know, it'd be nice for you to come in, but of course not mandatory. A lot of companies are doing this. Go in, just go. It's not that hard.
1: Right. And like, you're, you know, it's part of your job and all it will do. It's, it's quite literally an investment in your professional success.
0: Yeah. It Worth can it. only do help unless you get too drunk, which we'll talk about later. We
1: will talk more about that later.
0: Last thing is just understanding the difference between burnout and a few late nights in the office. Yep, I think we overuse Gen Z and millennial and everyone in between. We're overusing the word burnout right now. It kind of came out of COVID when we were really burnt out. We were yeah. working. There was no separation between work and home. Um, and I think we're overusing it a bit and we need to understand that there can be a few late nights in the office
1: mm-hmm.
0: and a few, a, it's busy season. You're an audit, whatever it may be. It's the end of quarter for sales. And that's okay yeah. to have those late nights and those, those tough weeks. Yes. And that's not burnout. That's not 365 days of I'm miserable. Like yes. I can't do this anymore. Right. That's just a tough week.
1: And they're good for you. Know the difference. They're good for you. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I could have said it better. Yeah. I'll, Thanks. Done.
0: Wow, I'm so eloquent. Uh let's introduce this new segment that Ross named Beat Off a Dead Horse. Well, the
1: off is <laughs> 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 the off is in brackets. You don't just beat a dead horse. It's beat a dead horse. Or beat it off however you want. Whatever you want. to do. do, but you could do it. Give it a try. A little magic. It's a little where hope.
0: we go back and forth on bits or scenarios. Yep. Uh, sort of like we do in our videos, almost yes. and bringing it to life
1: in some sort of skit form. In a
0: sort of skit form, and so this week we'll be playing much like my Gen Z series, the yes. Millennial bosses giving feedback to a Gen Z new hire who maybe got a little too drunk at the company happy hour. Why'd you do that? Right. Why'd you do that? So we wrote a couple of ways we would deliver this feedback. We wrote a couple. Ross, would you like to start?
1: Sure. So when you stumbled over to our CEO after the all hands meeting and proceeded to give him some unsolicited advice on how he should run the company, maybe wait until after your first week. (laughs) So true. They know best. They know best.
0: When you asked Sandra, our VP, if she wanted to hit your pineapple flavored vape at the bar. Uh, perhaps sharing isn't caring with this particular
1: device. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, if it's me, you can share. Yeah, of course. With Ross, please just huff it down. <laughs> just huff a little bit of that down. You want to get promoted? We can't
0: stop talking about, about cigarettes. And yeah, vapes. we can't stop talking about vaping. <laughs> so we chose a karaoke bar because we thought it would be like a fun team bonding event. When you serenaded Brian from IT with Bedrock. Mm. I think a lot of us were thinking like, maybe this song isn't the best choice for this sort of event. Oh, I, I, I can make your bed. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, there's some suggestions there. Yeah. Probably not appropriate.
0: Let's quickly touch on your wardrobe. Cause I do think you change outfits between the office and arriving at the bar. I love graphic tees, words on them, clothes, <laughs> totally cool. But when you wear that crop top that revealed a bit of the bottom of your breast, I think, a lot of us thought like something was missing, right? It, there was just a little too much full frontal, dare I say? Yeah.
1: Well, some people were. She fine. was
0: expressing herself.
1: Is under boob a term?
0: I'm gonna say it is now. Yeah.
1: Under boob, under part of your breast. I think under you boob, boob is something be-
0: that a millennial boss would say. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. Like I don't think Gen. I don't
0: think Gen Z would say under boob. That's just part of my stomach. Yeah.
1: Alexis, <laughs> you're showing under boob. Alexis, please, please. All right. Help me understand why you replied all to the company mandated compliance trading with the word nah.
0: (laughs) I love that. I would do that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Wish I could do that. Nah. No, I just don't think I'm going to do that. No. Okay. Oh, oh, that's an option. He's out. Good. He said no. So he's, he's actually, he said nah. He said nah. So,
0: so myself and a few other employees suggested you maybe stop drinking and cut it at 15 And you kind of filled with rage and began screaming, you're not my mom, bitch, which was traumatic for a few of us.
1: You're not my mom, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I feel like you wrote these for me. These were you, actually.
0: This is me giving feedback to you.
1: Unless I missed something during your onboarding, I don't believe you mentioned being related to any other employees. So if you could please just stop referring to your manager as daddy.
0: I was expecting you to say bruh, but when you said daddy, I (laughs) I shivered. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I shivered. I quivered.
0: When Heather, our head of HR said, that's a wrap for me. I think I'm going to head out. And then you said, don't worry, bitch. I have Adderall and tossed her your prescription pill bottle. I don't think she was thinking like, oh, that's so sweet of you. You know?
1: Know your audience. Know your audience. Know your audience.
0: Heather from HR does not want your Adderall.
1: Once again, don't hang out with Heather from HR. Hang out with corp from sales corp from sales and that will be a nice little thank you
0: exactly and that so, would be that would be welcomed with open arms
1: well that's the end of that i don't have another one i would have written one that's but i the didn't end of want that. to
0: yeah but you were <laughs> <laughs> i texted you last night hey are you gonna write those you're like yeah i will
1: no i was writing on another <laughs> document and then i saw one at the bottom that i had this morning i was like that one's terrible i'm just gonna cut that I'm going to cut that for time. Spare the people. It was some joke about someone's eye barely being open when they are hammering.
0: We act like we're friends here, but when we text about this podcast outside of it, it's so heated.
1: It's it's There's a little aggression. Hey, have
0: you reviewed that episode yet? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, Not great, because I didn't it in that see moment. it. <laughs> just like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure. I've got it open right okay, now. Okay, cool,
0: because I didn't see that you ordered the flags for our mics.
1: I needed to see the microphones.
0: Okay, cool, because I'll just adjust the timeline. We'll maybe have mic flags by episode 17. Yes, Okay, cool. Season two reveal. Awesome. Awesome. They're not need to have.
1: <laughs> anyway, we're totally more fun. Type a. We're having a good time. We're having a good time.
0: Anyway, this is just for fun for us. Just kidding. It's our whole lives. Yeah,
1: it's our entire personality now. So,
0: so if you have a confession or something you want to share with us, email demotedpodcast at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, we ha- can't afford the business address yet, but when we do- That will change. That will change. You should also follow us on Demoted Podcast. Instagram, TikTok, Dare I say YouTube? Maybe we'll try something. Yeah, YouTube for sure. Yeah. If you haven't
0: smashed that subscribe button, oh my god! Beat what the, the hell are you doing? Subscribe, subscribe just please. Just cost that
1: like button, yes. that subscribe button. Leave a review if you want to, or don't. Honestly, if takes you don't a lot have time. something
0: nice to say, definitely don't say it at yeah, all. Don't say it at all. But if you want to leave a review, we'd welcome it with and open arms. If you got arms. creative
1: or sort of constructive criticism, you can email it to us. Like we just would, email we us would stuff.
0: definitely email that to us, and don't put that publicly on a review. That would be. We love criticism in Just a constructive manner privately. Yes, yeah. thank you. We need this. And of course, tune in next week on Demoted. Demoted.